Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of RTA Radio, the podcast focused on self-care, self-sustainability, and self-liberation. I am your host, Silas Soul, and as always, I am joined by the lovely and talented Miss Jackie Kerouac. Hello! <laughs> and as always, the this podcast is covered by the BIPCOT No Government License. This allows for use and reuse by anyone except governments and the agents thereof. You can find out more information about this at bipcot.org. All right, so yes, we are back. This is episode 15, I believe, and uh, we're a little bit, we're, we're, we're all, we, we were caught up again, and then we fell a little behind again, but we're not too far behind. Uh, we just, we're catching up on issue 22 of our, on Road to Autonomy magazine, the uh, survival tips for noobs uh, issue. And it's the first chance we've actually had to really record. Well, we had a chance the other night, but I fell asleep. But that was only a couple nights ago. So anyway. <laughs> so hi, Jackie. How are you? <laughs> I'm super. How are you? It sounds like I'm a little bit better than your finger. Um, yeah, we were talking about that in the pre-show um, that our patrons got to see. Uh, I... Uh, Cut my finger up pretty good putting getting the insulation put up in the van this weekend because uh, I came up to the DPRNY see my kids and had some extra time and the insulation I ordered finally arrived so I was trying to hustle to get some of it done yesterday and I was trying to get one last piece in before the kids came back for dinner or just or actually not for dinner last night just to come hang out uh, with their dog so heard their dog and uh, Van Doggo could play. And uh, literally the last piece I was trying to put in, I, I went to go cut it and I moved. Something happened and I got distracted. And yeah, those shears meant for cutting denim can definitely not just pierce your skin, but take a good chunk out of it. So uh, hopefully I'll, I'll, I'll be all better in a couple of days. But anyway, aside from that, you know, the good news is, yes, the Vanarchy Express is now, uh, whatchamacallit, now insulated, so we're we're gonna see how things how things go as the colder weather starts coming in, as different places we've been to lately. Um, I know a couple of places over the past month or so we've ended up north where it was you know below thirty already at night, <laughs> and uh, we we weren't exactly. I mean, we had blankets with us, but we weren't super prepared for that. Like this round up to New York, I just picked up my uh, winter jacket and. Some of the other, uh, you know, my, whatchamacallit. Oh, your your jacket. That's what we need. I haven't grabbed yet. I got to grab Van, Van Doggo's jacket. I almost forgot that. It's a good thing I was uh, talking about this now. Um, but yeah, so we got to be better prepared, better prepared for the colder weather coming. Anyway, so yeah, so issue 22 of the magazine was survival guide some type of survival guide for noobs people could just come into these ideas and whatnot so was there anything in particular from the magazine you wanted to talk about before we get into anything else uh 
I really enjoyed the magazine. I really enjoyed Todd Borjo's uh, food piece about all of the food ingredients. Um, I know the kid and I, uh, we really have adjusted our lives a little bit to uh, compensate for not having some of those food additives in our meals. And so I thought that was like a really great piece. Um, but really the entire magazine was really solid for uh, definitely people that are just starting to figure some things out. So big fan of this issue. Yeah, Todd's piece was um, very thorough. <laughs> uh, I remember going through it during the uh, proofing process. And yeah, it was, uh, I'm not as conscious about those things unfortunately i know i probably should be i mean i really try to get better now that I, now that i'm here well i'm gonna be probably leaving new york tomorrow and i have a whole ba a new batch of uh fresh ground you know my my grass-fed beef and pasture-raised chicken that i get but when i step away from when i run out of that before I, <laughs> so one thing i have against butcher boxes they only have a two week and a four week cycle they don't have a three week cycle i need a three week cycle because that's usually when i come back to new york i need that to keep up but i end up missing one like it'll show up right after i leave and then i have to wait another few few more weeks before i come back so i can get it and i'm eating crap along the way and you know i did uh can't remember i think yeah i, I don't think we've recorded since vanu fest have we or no, we have. I, I don't, don't think remember. so. No, I don't. Uh, no, I don't think we have. I don't think we have. No, we, uh, that, that that was in our that was in our recent past too. <laughs> we, we we both attended Vanu Fest, and uh, I picked up some fresh lamb meat from there, which was wonderful. Uh, but but again, I can only carry enough with me that it lasts for a couple of weeks before um, it'll start to go bad. So um, I'm due to go back to Pasni and pick up some more of that because you know one of my lambs was processed this year and. That was a lot of that was a, that was a lot of meat. I mean, like two thirds of their one freezer was taken up with all my <laughs> all my stuff. So that's kind of nice. So I can definitely live off of that for a while. It was delish too. Really yummy. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so yeah. All right. So um, this was another one of those issues that I kept saying I should really write something. I should really write something, and I just didn't get around to it. And I don't know. It's kind of like the same thing with like wanting to read books. I keep saying I'm going to do it. Then I just get lazy and don't want to because I'm just like, I'm so used to just listening to things now. And even then I have a hard time listening to the audio books. So I never get that done, you know. <laughs> I find something else to distract myself with. Um, but I mean, I, I could I can actually think of a, you know, a bunch of things. Kind of, kind of like when I started living on the road and uh, did my vlog series and it was all, you know, what not to do. Um, basically, because, you know, it was like, Here, here's the stupid mistake I made today. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, what, one thing I, I know, well, and I've heard a lot of people talk about this too, and I don't know if there really is any way to stop it. I mean, I can give the warning, but who knows if people are actually going to listen. But um, when you first come to these ideas and you inevitably get angry, because you will, um, you know, First at everybody and, you know, or first at the, the government or the bad guys or whatever. And then maybe your parents and teachers and whatever for leading you astray. And then eventually you'll come to terms with it. And you'll end up mad at your, you realize you're really just mad at yourself for uh, not noticing uh, so sooner. Um, 
you know, it's a process. We all go through it. Some stay in it longer than others. Um, but the one big, uh, one of the one of the big things that happens during that process is uh, people tend to try to shove this information that they've now gotten down the throats of their friends and loved ones and stuff and uh, pretty much try to shake them awake and uh, see, look at all the stuff I learned. All you have to do is listen to me now and, you know, and you come off as a crazy person to them and you tend to alienate a lot of people that way. <laughs> um, I may or may not be speaking from experience. Um, you know, I pr- pretty much pissed off everybody in my life. <laughs> I think the only person that actually, the only person that listened to me and followed along was my dad. Um, and, um, uh, even then I got, I got a little too extreme for him sometimes, but for the most part he followed along. Um, but everybody else was just like, you're, you're batshit crazy, man. I don't know what you're talking about. You think everything's a conspiracy and, um, you know, so, uh, yeah, Delivery try really matters. hard not to alienate all your uh, current, you know, normie friends and relatives and whatnot. I mean, some people are, some people are, are going to be lost forever, but uh, other people can come around at some point. And at the very least, you can you can learn to coexist, especially with people you already have existing relationships with. There is no reason to throw. Is that a baby with the bathwater situation? Maybe I don't know. I always screw those up, but you know what I mean. There's no reason to you know necessarily cut ties with everybody just because of this one thing. Um, especially before you actually have a chance to talk to them about and interact. So that's a big one. You know, I, uh, like I said, I was, I was thinking about writing a piece and that was, <laughs> I was going to be in that one of those things. Definitely try to avoid doing cause you know, it's lonely enough as it is out there when you first start for a lot of people, when you start coming to these ideas whoop, and, uh, you know, you don't have anybody else local that you can talk to about it or whatnot. And, like a lot of us, a lot of your interactions end up happening through social media and on the interwebs. And, um, you know, you have these connections, but it's not the same as having people, you know, right there to be able to deal with people that you interact with on a daily basis and stuff like that. So it can be lonely enough as it is. Don't make it worse. <laughs> yeah, true story. And and delivery matters. I mean, uh, I, I, I think it's great that people try and, and get their friends to rise and elevate their game to join them on that level. Uh, but, but try and be compassionate and try and remember when you were still like full blown, like statist, like that information has to be really delivered in meaningful ways and sometimes not delivered at all, but demonstrated so really, uh, Silas is absolutely correct. Like there's, there's a way of maybe demonstrating your newfound views and that's, that's living the walk. Sometimes that speaks more than the words. Yeah. Well that, I mean, if you're at that point already, I mean, that usually comes down the road for most people. Most people go through the whole theory and stuff, you know, ideas before they actually start worry about trying to get it in to put it into practice you know we are talking about people who have just figured all this out you know not somebody like you who's born into it you know all right you know we're not all as special as you jackie well we're all born into it to be fair uh you, you know what i mean <laughs> some, some, uh, some no, of us no, had to go through years right. of stu- some of us had to go through years of stupid to figure out you know before we finally figured it out oh that's that's what's been going on this whole time you know 
Well, then maybe that's still a lesson then, because maybe if you just figured out the philosophy, maybe you have to put it into praxis before you can shake your friends awake. So maybe before Um, you start shouting it from the rooftops, maybe try growing a tomato, try being a little self-sufficient. I I mean, yeah, that that definitely. Well, I mean, with a certain I'm one of those people like it carries weight with certain people that, you know, being able to see it done and actually have the, you know, versus just talking about it. But you, it, you are, there are ways to, before you even get to that point, I mean, I encourage everybody to start trying to live this stuff, but you know, for the, for the newly initiated, <laughs> they may need to, may need to take a while for them to get adjusted to everything, you know, in that, in that time that you are still able, there are ways to be able to communicate with others. Um, I find the, well, of uh, course. I, I find, you know, if you, if you really can't just focus on figuring things out for yourself and you, you have to, you know, you're bursting at the seams, like, you know, like that one meme with the, the blonde curly haired kid who's sitting in class and he looks like he's shaking himself to like, you know, looks he's, like he's about to explode. Um, that's been, you know, used over and over and over again. It's like, if, if you're at that point and you just, you have to talk to somebody about it, you know, I find, uh, the Socratic method is a good way to go with people, you know, just kind of ask questions and kind of lead them down the path, but don't push them and just, you know, let them, I mean, I, I've, I've talked about it in the past before my, uh, my anarcho daddy, my buddy, Nolan, <laughs> the guy who, uh, kind of introduced me to everything years ago, you know, he took a, with a, I mean, it worked for me, but the, the approach he took with me was kind of just like, give me some information and then just kind of leave me alone for a while. And then check in with me like a week or two later and, and kind of like, hey, so what did you think about this? And maybe we talk about it for a while and then, all right, yeah, okay. You know, and if I'd get hung up somewhere, okay, yeah, that's great. And then, you know, the next week he'd push a little in another direction and then, you know, kind of just kept feeding me stuff and let me, let me figure it out. And then finally, you know, call him up one day and, or no, I text, that's what it was. I texted him and was like, God damn it, you were right. I fucking hate you. I'm an, I, I don't know. I, I, God damn it. You're right. I'm a fucking anarchist. I fucking hate you. And, uh, he just texted me back with a smiley face. Like <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool to watch that happen. So, you know, I know how that goes. Like I said, not everybody, not everybody is born into it like you. So, well, you know, I can't give a ton of advice on on how to wake up I, I or how to elevate your game or how to how to realize that self-sufficient is the way to go. Like I don't have a ton of uh, of experience or advice there, but but um, you're absolutely right. having having open dialogue to maybe, uh, propose questions to allow them to think up their own answer to come to that conclusion is an excellent way. And, and that's the way that the candles in the dark guy, uh, candles in the name? dark guy, Larkin is, Rose. That, yeah. Yeah. That guy. So like, I understand <laughs> that a lot of people dig his books because he uses that same type of, uh, method to communicate, uh, these, these complicated ideas to, <coughs> to the masses. And so it, that works really well too. Uh, but I also want to say that even though I don't have a ton of experience on waking up or whatever, uh, I know that, uh, becoming autonomous or free is a process. So, um, 
you know, you're not going to become, and, and this is actually um, some advice that, that some of our writers gave us. And the issue too was you're not gonna, you're not gonna become uh, this like complete loner autonomous overnight. Uh, it's a process, right? So it, it's first learning and it's discovering and starting small and making mistakes. And so the best way to start that process is to start small. Uh, and when I say start small, I'm, I'm like grow basil. If you, if you use a lot of tomato sauce or, or, or grow a tomato, if you like salsa, you like become a little bit sufficient or self-sufficient and see where it leads you. If, if you hate it, then, you know, right. Like homesteading is not for you because fuck tomatoes, but like, at least, you know, so <laughs> there's a show title for you because fuck tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like start, start small. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh terribly uncomfortable currently <laughs> sit like right this is it right on top of my computer to be able to hear you and there's not really a seat per se in here oh wait a minute is there a footstool i might have a footstool i can sit on holy crap <laughs> well wonders never cease hold on a second folks <laughs> let me uh think i've been i've been sleeping in this room every couple of weeks for like months you know actually almost a year now you think i would have noticed this by now but no Oh, there we go. All right. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Now we can get back to the show. <laughs> All right. So where we live off. So start starting small with, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, like I said, it, it all, it, to a certain extent, it, it doesn't necessarily dep depend, you know, what speed you go at after you find out, you know, obviously if you're a lot older, when you figure things out, you may not have as much time left. So you may want to uh, speed it up a little bit, but yeah, I mean, I definitely, like, like I said, uh, you know, my, my biggest advice is to try not to alienate people. And then the, you know, just keep, you know, whatever led you to, to these ideas, whatever led you to, Yes. Now see the world differently, you know, whatever it is, have, you know, find a certain ideology, whatever, you know, whether it's anarchism or whatever you're calling it or whatever, you know, whatever makes sense to you. And, um, aside from not tr trying not to alienate people, you know, just keep, don't stop there. Keep educating yourself. Keep, keep, uh, learning different things. Um, you know, and, uh, I always encourage people to go, study history you know learn that shit um i used to say relearn relearn it but it's really learning it because you were you're you're just taught a lot of bullshit in the, in, the, in the first place and if you start looking back and i'm not even you know you can go down the i mean obviously if you do that you can go down a hell of a lot of conspiracy rabbit holes um and i'm not saying not don't do that i mean i i did that most people i know did that at some point <laughs> um but you don't even have to do that you can just go back through you know quote-unquote normal history and find a lot of fucked up shit that kind of makes it you know helps helps make the present day make make more sense 
um, and why why certain things are set up the way they are. Why I don't know why you're making faces over there. <laughs> because I'm just I'm thinking of my own rabbit hole experience with history and just some of the stuff that I learned as a grown up. Like just I'm I'm like just thinking like. You remember that time when you learned that the police department bombed a city or a neighborhood in Philadelphia? Oh, yeah. Or do you remember that time when um, all these Native Americans were told that they were getting free vaccines, but they were all getting sterilized? Oh, yeah. And do you remember the Tuskegee experience? Like, I'm just thinking of all the history things that people could lock up. And I'm just like, whoa, yeah, go ahead. Learn history. Go, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, there's, well, there's a lot of that, and, you know, that's always, I mean, those three alone, and there's plenty of others, um, but just th those three alone are, you know, a really good response when somebody says, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Well, you know, here you go. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> yeah, and there's way more. There's, like, there's tons of examples. Or people say, my go, you know, my go government, they would never do that to us. Well, here you go. <laughs> they yeah, have exactly. and they will, and they'll do it again. Yep. Whether it's Every all that time. or dropping LSD on entire towns and, you know, just. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. <laughs> can sound fun, but if you don't know it's coming, it's kind of fucked. It's kind of fucked up, like. Anybody in those towns that that happened to, whether it was like, what are they? I don't, I don't remember. They, they just, I think they might have distributed in the water at one point, but I think they also like yeah. dropped in or two in a couple of situations. Um, yep. So like anybody, anybody in those towns who had done it might have started to figure things out after a little while, but and all the other, all the other true noobs who had never done it before, never had the experience, didn't know it was coming, had no idea, just started losing their minds. Not really cool, I can't man. even imagine that would be so scary. Like, like LSD is fun. Like, don't get me wrong, but like you prepare for it. Right. So like just having it happen, that sounds so scary. <laughs> yeah. It's not a, you know, like I said, if it happened to somebody like, I don't know, me, <laughs> I, I might be able to, uh, at least after a little bit of time, go, oh, wait a minute. I know what this is. Yeah. No, yeah, same. But still, like, it would still take you a minute. Like, shit, am I going insane? Like, well, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can study history and learn all these wonderful things. And, uh, which is why it's a, it's a good reason. It's a good thing to continue <laughs> learning and, um, preparing yourself and, becoming more sufficient and liberated and work on the self-care and, you know, all the stuff we preach over here. <laughs> but again, I'm not yeah, going to tell really anybody what speed to go at because, you know, I had to go through my process. Sure, can I tell you some shortcuts? But it may not behoove you to take them, you know. Certain people, different people learn at different speeds. Different people have different triggers that help them along their path, you know. Well, I mean, just in general, but I meant like for me, there were certain things that I read that at one point when I read them, I kind of just glazed over them. And then a couple of years later when I was ready for them and I read them again, I was like, oh, you know, so everybody's at a different point when they find this stuff. So you guys do you, but you know, be warned things are 
bad and getting worse and you may want to be a little more prepared than <laughs> not yeah that that would be advisable but um but i mean like you know like what what's that saying like if if you want shade when when's the best time to plant a tree it's today right so like if you're figuring it out today, you know, well, it was 25 like, years ago or something. And then today, <laughs> the next, yeah, best, the next yeah. best day is today or something like that. Yeah. That's the same thing. And, you know, anarchists are kind of a lot like uh, atheists a little bit um, because, you know, a lot of atheists have read the Bible. And so that's a, a lot of them, why they say they're atheists. And so really like if, if you really pay attention to history and politics, I mean, that that's a, perfect way to become super aware of who your government is. And honestly, that's, that's the best defense is a good offense, right? Is just kind of separating yourself from that abusive boyfriend. <laughs> no government. No. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if I have anything else. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I could I could talk all day. So I know that we need to keep it short uh with it being um kind of late already tonight. Um I encourage anybody that's checking this podcast out to read the issue. There's some really excellent articles. There's great advice. Um there's as always really excellent shopping with Bitcoin Cash and different agorist networks. And if you're just figuring this stuff out today, uh, what a perfect way to separate yourself from that, again, that abusive boyfriend is to start um, leaving the white market and uh, experiencing the gray market and um, see where that leads you. You might meet some people that inspire you to 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 do things differently, and maybe that opens up some new doors and windows. So keep an open mind. Yeah, that's well, that actually is good advice too, you know. There you go. You I mean you were saying start small, but there the, you know. You know you know in the, you know when a good time was to buy bitcoin was um, you know, 6 years ago probably. It was the last really good time. Um you know when the next best time is today. Uh, <laughs> exactly yeah, I know right. it's uh, you know, it's I don't even know what it, I know. I know it broke sixty again, and I think I saw it as high as sixty-six thousand, which I'm pretty sure is another all-time high. Um, and I believe it's still hovering around there. But you don't have to go buy a whole Bitcoin right now. Um, I, I encourage anybody to, you know, or Bitcoin Cash rather. Um, Bitcoin Cash is currently I don't know. Last I saw, six, seven hundred again, maybe. Um, you don't have to buy a whole one of those either. <laughs> you can buy little bits of it. You can throw, yep. you know, twenty, fifty, a hundred dollars, whatever it is, whatever it is you can spare in in a week and buy little bits at a time and build yourself up. And you know, especially if you're if you are in a position where you were planning on saving any of the uh, you know money you make from work, <laughs> then uh, you may want to start shifting that into other assets. And cryptocurrencies are really good ones. Um, despite what Jackie over there thinks, as we, her and I have argued before, precious metals are a wonderful way to go as well. Um, it's never too late or it's never too early or late to start, uh, buying some of those. Um, same with, uh, you know, 
Bitcoin bullion and uh, and, and, and bullets. Um, ammo prices are still kind of high, unfortunately, but still not a bad time to stock up little bits at a time. Just, you know, buy yourself a box a week, a couple boxes a week, whatever it is, you know, like, again, you do that for a little bit, a little bit of time. You're ahead of the curve. And, uh, you know, of course, if, if, if you don't have a gun or know how to use one, um, the bullets may not serve you as well, but you, they're, they're always good for barter. Um, when the, when the inevitable collapse happens, <laughs> They are good for barter, but if you also want to buy a gun, we have an entire article on selecting a gun and, um, you know, selecting the type of gun and how to select a gun and what it's used for. And we have a really great article about that. So it's funny that you bring up the the bullets because this issue, we also kind of help guide you into if you're going to buy a gun and what type of bullets and, um, and that's, that's good information to have also. You know, that's funny. I, I forgot that that was in this issue. Um, but that is a really good article, <laughs> uh, by, by, by our friend, Pat Henry, who, uh, is the, uh, the new resident gun guy here, uh, at RTA. So he knows his stuff and, uh, that's definitely worth checking out for, Again, anybody who's new or any of our old, any of our older listeners too that have been around but still haven't gotten around to doing it, you know, it's never a bad time to to figure out a way to do that. Doesn't matter where you live, you know. I was stuck on the DPR and Y for a long time. I still figured out a way to arm myself. Um, you know, there are things you can do. Buy, build, you know, whatever. <laughs> I think we cover a lot of those in this issues magazine. So um, if you're interested in becoming even more liberated and even more independent and even more self-sufficient and even more just, uh, you know, self-protecting and, and protecting your own, I mean, we can, we at RTA can kind of help guide you. Um, and if nothing else, it, you know, we can at least connect you with people that um, have real world experience that can help guide you. So you're not alone. I know it's real scary, but you're not alone. There's a lot of us out there, but we blend in sometimes. So, uh, uh, you know, um, be confident knowing that there's more of us out there than you even realize. Hopefully that brings comfort. Yeah. We're still, we're still the, uh, you know, one of the smallest minorities, but <laughs> you definitely aren't alone. I mean, I think we touched on that earlier, the whole, you know, a lot of people, all they have is their internet connections they make, you know, so that's, which is why you end up, alienating a lot of because you you end up alienating the people around you and then all you have left is the new friends you've made online <laughs> so um yeah um again try to avoid that <laughs> yeah um, i know it's but, it's hard it's hard I, I was also gonna say as far as the you know you were talking about the the self-defense angle and whatnot from for the firearms but not only that, it's not a bad idea to learn how to do these things so you can use it to hunt <laughs> and uh, become more self-sufficient that way. And, uh, you know, as well as defending yourself from not just the crazies out there, but uh, wild animals if you decide to venture out further and further into the 
um, to get away from society, which I'm always, 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 uh, always all for. But uh, you know, you should definitely be a little more protected than than I know some people are when they go out in the wilderness. That's me. <laughs> You're talking about me. No, I would never do such a thing. I I do live haphazardly. I'm I'm learning. I'm learning more and more. Like recently, after I broke my my leg, I'm starting to realize who I am. <laughs> yeah, finally, that's what it that's what it took. I was saying it for over a year, and then finally, you sl- snap your leg and ankle in three places. Then it's like, oh yeah, perspective. <laughs> oh, that's who I am. That's what Silas was talking about. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Which is funny because I, I never, I, I never, I was never a Boy Scout. I think I flunked out of the Cub Scouts. I think I made it like a year or two through the Cub Scouts, and I dropped out. Of, I dropped out of that. I never even made it to the Boy Scouts. Um, and while I did not learn, or at least, yeah, re- well, I mean, I may have been introduced to them, but I didn't really learn any of the skills that you would think I would have picked up living in the wilderness that I did for a good portion of my early life. Um, I made it up for it later on and, and and because of my annoying habit of trying to play chess with everything, I try to be as prepared as possible for a lot of different situations. Um, so I am like a Boy Scout in that way and never even though I never made it, I try to be prepared. <laughs> it helps. Um, you know. It does help. And and I would say out of probably most everybody I know, you're probably the most Boy Scouty I know. Uh, this guy has a fishing pole tackle box and in, in his in his uh, van. Two, two fishing He's, poles. Excuse me, two fishing poles. Well, I I, I just because I rehung them today after I re, after I insulated the van, so I'm like, oh, there's two of them in there. That's right. <laughs> yes, and and they're fantastic fishing poles. My kid and I used them. Uh, he actually taught my kid how to fish with them. So out of all of the Boy Scout people I know, you're probably the most Boy Scouty. <laughs> so Well, you know, it helps. I mean It does indeed help. If you're somebody who if you're somebody who lives uh, in a, you know, stationary location, then you, you may want to work on like, you know, the bug out bag angle and all that stuff and being prepared. But if you live like me, you just carry everything with you. So <laughs> you know. But exactly, I have I have fishing poles, I have my shotgun, so I have things that you know, I have things that ways to not just defend myself, but actually, uh, you know, hunt and fish for food out there and survive if something happens and me and Bandago end up uh, out in the wilderness or whether 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 uh, whether we're running or whether by just by design we're just like all right, we're just fuck it, we got here, you know. I mean that is the goal. I am, I am, you know, insulation in the van is just the first step. You know, then it's onto the not just the heater, but the the ventilation systems in the back, and the also you know solar panels and everything, and um, you know maybe eventually step it up to a refrigerator freezer situation instead of my cooler. <laughs> and uh, if I get enough, if I get enough power up there, and and the the, the spend the money on the batteries that I'm looking at, then. Um, you know, I could run a cooking element of some sort too, so I could maybe stop carrying that giant propane tank everywhere. <laughs> and um, you know, possibilities are endless. 
but uh I, i'm looking to have enough uh be, be able to uh, make uh create enough power so her and i could live off grid for like a week or so a week or two at a time if we had to <laughs> that's huge that would yeah. be huge so because you never know what's going to happen i mean i'm usually a true little story more laid back when it comes to the predictions about how you know some other people are a little more doom and gloom and it's coming it's coming you have to do something right away it's like yeah you should probably do something but you know <laughs> uh I, I think it's still gonna play things are gonna play out for quite a while so um you know yeah then, i'm i'm, I'm not too concerned either i'm just kind of i'm just kind of watching I'm just watching, just kind of taking it all in, enjoying the show of the weirdness. I'm not too concerned, but I'm I'm trying to get more prepared. But uh, I don't think it's too much doom and gloom just yet. But although I'm kind of isolated out here, so. Well, yeah. Again, it's perspective. I mean, last year you were freaking out most of the time things because you were isolated and all you knew was what you saw going on in your town. And how people are reacting. Yeah. And, and I kept telling you, well, I travel the country constantly and I see people reacting differently all over the place. Um, and then when you finally got out and traveled, have now crisscrossed the country a couple of times in the past two years, in the past year or so, um, you know, you've now seen it too. Um, even now, it's, you know, New York City went insane again, but out here on Long Island, they finally relax shit, you know. Like people are still walking around with masks, but they don't say anything to you anymore. Um, nobody seems to care. They're uh, they're not doing the vaccine stuff out here. That's only in the city. Good. Um, you know, I was just recently in L.A., same thing. L.A. is pretty crazy, but nobody said anything to me. And then I went next door to San Bernardino, where apparently even in the airport, they don't even give a shit anymore. <laughs> they're just like, yeah, fuck it. F fuck your mask, whatever, man. <laughs> We're done with this crap. So. Yeah, good. That makes me, and that that adds to my relaxation too. I'm I'm definitely not as concerned as I was. You were absolutely right last year, because uh, you know, as the more I've traveled, the more I've left my town, the more I realize that people are getting it, and uh, it's going to be real hard to kind of uh, socially engineer people that are starting to figure it out more and more. So. Uh, now I'm just kind of enjoying the show and kind of just uh, watching it go down. <laughs> yeah, that's always uh, always entertaining. I, I I don't I I barely even watch the show anymore. Like I I literally everything everything I know these days about what goes on in the world I learn from the podcast I listen to and the memes that I see on social media. <laughs> like that's how I learn everything. I well, that's like good because I, I learn like everything something from you. Podcast. I don't even do that. What's that? I said I learn everything from you, so so that's good. <laughs> that's even worse than I guess. It's like you're le you're <laughs> learning what I what I'm learning through a, through a bad game of telephone. So you know. <laughs> yep. And there's that issue that you know you hear words that you want to hear in the first place that aren't there to begin with. So you know. Making shit up as I go. Yeah, so what you're learning, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm learning that rainbows come out of unicorns' anuses. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm learning nothing. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, anyway. Um, yeah, we should we should probably get wrapping up so we can actually keep the show. But I guess uh, quickly, since we hadn't talked about it, we'll we'll, we'll talk because I keep promising. We said there'd be more episodes coming. We thought maybe we'd record something for Vanu Fest. But we didn't. But this is since this is the first time we're 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 back since Vanu Fest. I guess we should talk a little bit about that about that before we go. So yeah, we went. <laughs> uh, this was the second annual Vanu Fest in the Free Free Republic of Paznia, and. They extended it to a week this time. I think there was only one person who was there for the entire week. Our friend, well, actually, he he left before us. Uh, our our buddy Henza, who showed up, and then apparently, yeah, took the entire week off, and, <laughs> and then went back to work for like a day or two, and then took some more time off. I wish I could live his life sometimes, but anyway. Um, but yeah, so uh, we we both made it out there for the uh, tail end of it. I, I, of course, got delayed because for now, well, it just happened to me again yesterday, but twice now in the past month or so, <laughs> I've gotten screwed in the last job of the week and got delayed and I got stuck in Minnesota uh, an extra night and had to wait till I could till the next day till I could drive down and whole big mess. Um, but yeah, so we missed, uh, they did some, they processed some, some lambs uh, this year, which I think I mentioned earlier that I got some lamb meat, which is wonderful. Um, one of my lambs was finally ready to go and, uh, I got a lot of it, so I have to go back there and pick some of that up. But so we missed that, which I was kind of bummed about cause I really did want to do, uh, mine myself this time. So I could learn that's, you know, I would talk again, talking about preparing stuff. That's a skill I want to learn. I want to be able to do that. I've never done that. I, I was never a hunter. I didn't grow up around guns like that. So, um, you know, I've never field dressed a deer or anything. So, <laughs> I have no no skills when it comes to that, so I want to be able to do that, you know. And uh, so it's kind of a bummer that we that I missed out on that, but uh, I did make it in time for the handgun class that again our our friend our, our the aforementioned Pat Henry taught, and uh, that was really great because uh, I did a lot better than I thought I would, and uh, he was very pleased with my. Uh, um, my showing so that's all good stuff and um, uh, again you know talking about I may or may not have resupplied myself on some things um, some prices that I wish I hadn't had to pay but you know whatever you're going to do you know <laughs> um, but it's all about being prepared and um, uh, uh, oh yeah and then uh, and then one of uh, then and then they they processed some chickens while we were there, and then we had a, a lovely chicken dinner that night. And that was that was actually one of the most interesting things because I had never seen this contraption before. Apparently, this was a th like I kept calling it a weird sex toy, uh, but apparently this was a, this is a thing that they sell, and other people are like, "You've never seen one of these before? Here, there's a whole bunch of these here." They would take me to this website. There's like 500 of them. I had never seen this fucking thing before. It was this weird mechanical contraption that hooked onto the, hooked onto a wooden post. And it had all these like rubber fingers, but looked like dildos that spun around. It looked like some weird, like jer you, you think like German or Amsterdam or some crazy fucking sex, you know, where it's like you know, um, some dominatrix shit. Like that's what it looked like to me. I don't fucking know, but apparently you use these things to to to, to de feather a chicken. It's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Jackie's apparently yeah. trying to respond over there, but she's just laughing too hard at me. <laughs> Again, I, I don't know these things. I've never, I mean, I was around at my grandfather had chickens when I was little and apparently he was still doing the thing where he would cut the head off and then they'd run around without the head for a while while I was very little, but I don't remember it. I don't really remember him doing that afterwards. I just remember him have them having um, hen laying eggs, uh, you know, hen laying eggs. Jesus Christ, hey, you know, <laughs> egg laying hens. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> and ducks and geese, but they were all for like the, none of them were for meat purposes. They were all for egg purposes. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I wasn't really exposed to that, and I'm pretty sure he didn't have one of those weird sex toys in his garage, even if he did, even when he was doing it. <laughs> Doesn't seem like something Herm would have. <laughs> Jackie, for those who can't see, you know, our patrons can see this, but Jackie's crying over there. <laughs> She witnessed this too. I don't understand why this is so funny to her. I don't remember you saying anything about a weird sex toy at the time. The chicken, the the, the feather, whatever they called it, you know, it was like, yeah, I don't know. I I said it a bunch of times. Oh, man. I I guess I forgot. It's it's a, it's a, um, So, uh, for I was thinking of that scene you... from Euro Trip. You ever see Euro Trip? No, no. Oh man, <laughs> it was like the it was like the it was the it was the knockoff version of Road Trip. After you remember Road Trip? Is that with? Uh... Well, the the, the dude who played Stifler was was in it, but um, I forget who the who the main guy was. But I think Amy Tom Smart Green was the chick. Um. But it was the college, they, they go on a road trip to stop a videotape that he, he s- accidentally sent to his girlfriend about him him having sex with another girl. And well, they they made another one called Euro Trip, where it was a bunch of kids who go to Europe to chase after this other to chase after a girl. <laughs> um, but there's a scene in that one where there's a sex scene where the one kid all he wants to do is have crazy European sex, and he gets led to some fucking dominatrix sex dungeon thing in a fucking in, in Amsterdam and they whip out this giant contraption that has like you know fucking three or four fucking pulsating dildos on it they're gonna jam up his ass and shit so you know that's what I'm thinking when I see this thing <laughs> you're telling me he didn't see that <laughs> it like spins How exactly <laughs> oh man it's real weird wherever you like (laughs) (laughs) anyhow oh gosh so yes this wonderful sex toy does a great job at defeathering the birds um there was not much plucking left to be done after that was after that after it took a beating with those dildos Uh, (laughs) oh my god yeah i I bet you like if you didn't have one of those you could probably do that with a bunch of dildos for sure huh (laughs) That's, that's what i'm saying you know i don't know anyway 
<laughs> so yeah, it was uh it was a good old time <laughs> at Pony Fest this year. Um I actually changed my oil while I was there. That was that was exciting. I changed my oil for the first time uh on my on my van now that it's mine. <laughs> at Pasnia after after I spent twenty dollars on an oil filter wrench. But let me tell you, this was a wonderful twenty dollars spent because they have a very specific oil filter wrench for this very specific oil filter setup they have in the stupid Sprinter vans um, that only one of them fits. So they can charge 20 bucks a pop for it. But God damn it, you put that thing on and it comes off like butter and changing the oils. The e it's the easiest oil change I've ever had to do in any vehicle I've owned. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs> nice. And I'm saving myself like 40, 50 bucks right. every time by not taking it someplace else to get it done. Um, and finding cheaper alternatives to oil and filters that I've been told by my gurus are perfectly acceptable to use and actually better in some instances. So, you know. That's perfect. Trying to keep costs low, especially after my insane... I also recently had the, my first true cross-country trip. I went for... Well, I went from San Bernardino, so not quite L.A., but all the way across country to Miami, 2,700 miles, longest drive ever done. Did that one? What did I do that in? 60, 61 hours, like just over two and a half days. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like two days, like two, but two the, three But days, the gas prices along the way were horrible. Like, luckily, I didn't have to buy gas in California because I bought just enough outside in Arizona on the way in um, to make it all the way there and then make it all the way back out to the border again. Uh, but even then, it's funny because I hadn't noticed it. My dad said something. I was talking to my dad a couple of weeks ago, and he said something after I told him I bought the van. He's like, oh, those rising gas prices. And I'm thinking, well, he's out in Vegas, and that their prices, are, they're not as bad as California, but they're close. Um, I'm like, oh, he's probably just seeing that. And I hadn't seen it hit everywhere yet. But yeah, especially now since I pretty much like I started out in, you know, Southern California and drove all the way across country, all the way down to Miami, and then now all the way up the East Coast. So I've covered a lot of the border of the country itself. And um, yeah, gas prices are fucking high everywhere. Diesel's up to 370 here in New York. It sucks. <laughs> wow, 370 for diesel. Yeah. Uh, the cheap I think the cheapest I've gotten is like 330 along the way. Even in Texas, where just 6 months 6 months ago I was paying like 270. Thanks, Joe Biden. Wow. <laughs> what is it? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I'm all so for funny. a good let's go, Brandon chant. But anyway, so yeah, so that was Vanu Fest. It was, it was, I don't know. I had a great time. You have anything you wanted to add about the experience? I had a great time too. And, and, and I want to be, say like a big shout out to Aura and Rayo because they have done extraordinary work at Pasnia. Uh, they've got a great setup uh, for their animals. I don't know how secure it is, but it's fantastic. Uh, they've got a fantastic uh, enclosure for their birds, which I got to take home a dozen duck eggs. Thank you, Aura. Um, I had no idea that duck egg shells were made out of titanium steel and I needed a plasma cutter to get them open, <laughs> but I've been thoroughly enjoying the duck eggs. So thank you. Uh, but I wanted to say a big shout out to those two 
They've been hard at work uh, creating a really excellent um, uh, self-sustaining paradise. Um, they're they're making their own kefir. They're making their own yogurt. They're uh, they've got their own goats and lambs, and they've got um, a, a substantial amount of birds. Which uh, I really enjoyed all the bird noises. Uh, it was like being at a baseball game. Every time, like the dog barked or I farted, like all the birds were like, oh. <laughs> oh, and it was fantastic. <laughs> it was those damn turkeys, man. They would all go they would all just go off in unison. It was the craziest thing. It wasn't even like a chain reaction thing. It was like literally one would go and they would all go at the same time. I don't know how they it. knew to do that. I just love it. So I had a blast. I met a couple of people that I didn't know. I took a lot of drugs. Uh I I had allegedly. a blast. So but um allegedly, yes. So, um, yeah, it, no, it was a good time. It was, a, it was a super good time, really good, chill people, um, really relaxing, um, uh, just, just really good people and, and a really nice ambiance. So um, big thank you for the hospitality to, uh, to Paznia. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's definitely, things are definitely coming along over there and uh, hopefully I can get back soon too. I don't know. I may be able to make it for Dab's giving. We'll see. <laughs> I hope so. I hope. I hope you can. That's the next event. I was there last year for that. That was that was that was fun. That's when that's when we, we actually we got that video that we that's posted on our Patreon. The the silence of lambs from uh, last Thanksgiving when uh, yes, <laughs> I recorded their their, yes. their their second ever attempt at um, processing a lamb. Yes. Apparently they, they've gotten better, although they said my lamb was definitely the most difficult they've had to do so far because he was a pain in the ass and he did not want to go down. <laughs> well, yeah, who can blame him? Yeah, well, apparently he turned into an asshole anyway, so you know, I feel a little less bad. <laughs> but so yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you haven't already, go check out. I think it's Paznia.com. I think nice. he has that link. Um, and, uh, get yourself over on the telegram or the signal chats for Paznia and, uh, get yourself involved and get yourself vetted and then you can come and hang out with us at these wonderful events and, uh, see all the wonderful things that are going on. So, all right, with it's, that, it's a great group. It's a small group. I don't know why it keeps telling me my internet connection is unstable. You're unstable motherfucker. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, with that, we'll, we'll start get we'll get wrapping up. Um, anything else you want to add before we close out the show? Uh, become a member of road to autonomy. It's a free magazine. Join today, rtamagazine.com and, uh, get on the road and get the issue every month delivered to your email. Yeah, do we have a topic for next month that I'm missing? Yeah, uh, it's a supply chain. Uh, so um, holidays are coming up, and there's, I understand, uh, outside there's supply chain issues. I've heard, I haven't actually noticed, but um, so we have a um, shop local type a uh, type of issue for holidays. Interesting. Yeah, I had no idea. I should probably pay more attention to some of the groups. Uh, <laughs> I guess because I guess that's right at my alley. I, I I live that life. I am I am the supply chain motherfucker. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly right. And so, uh, yeah, so a lot of people in the group had some good ideas about uh, holiday shopping with uh, supply chain breakdown and some good ideas about uh, that. All right. Excellent. So that's to look forward to. And if we're lucky, we'll have another we'll have another episode of, of this show out sometime around then. <laughs> um and as I pre- there, there are some there are some other bonus episodes that I still haven't put up yet. I'll, I'll get around to that one of these days. I didn't get to it this week, and uh, I'm going to get back to work tomorrow, so I don't know if I'll get to it then. But um, soon, folks, soon. And uh, actually, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little after we sign off here um, about another possible collaboration soon with our friends at the Agora Podcast. So uh, look forward to that as well, probably. Maybe. Ooh. So, anyway. Uh, all right. So with that. We will sign off. Thank you, everybody, as always, for listening. This has been RTA Radio. And we'll catch you next time. Well, peace. And I'll tell you what I for all. Isn't it a wonder? Crime is everywhere.